Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Happy December. It is the first Friday of December, and it is the last month of 2022. We have made it a cycle of 12 months. I cannot believe it, but I'm so excited. This has been a year of all years, but I am so thankful that we are still here. This is Lynn Pender. You are listening to the Christian Authors on tour blog talk radio show and it's first friday and i do believe i have the esteemed pastor kevin wayne johnson on the line pastor kevin is that you I think that's Pastor Kevin. Well we'll 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 just put him on hold just to be sure but I'll I'll leave the line me. open, Pastor Kevin. That I that's thought me. that was your number. I thought yeah. so. Look, I'm, I'm learning <laughs> to recognize these numbers. How are you, sir? How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? You sound super, super excited. It must be Friday. It must be Friday. What a difference a month <laughs> makes. I can barely talk first Friday of November. <laughs> that COVID-19 yep. had me. Yeah. And so I'm excited. Yep, absolutely. I'm excited just in that in and of itself alone that God brought Good. you through COVID nineteen, Pastor Kevin. Um, well, we're, we're glad we're that. glad you. Yeah, we're glad you're back on your feet and that you're doing well. We we had you covered in prayer in the background. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And listen, I hear tell <laughs> that you're in my neck of the woods. Uh, this day, I hear you're in Baltimore doing great things. I, I I am in Charm City, uh, working with a group of individuals. Um, as most of the listening audience knows, uh, in this season of life, uh, in addition to the pastoral ministry, uh, I'm out here uh, doing everything I can to create some really really good leaders because I believe that good leadership helps to make the world a much better place trying to move people beyond just being a subject matter expert, but I want them to be the subject matter expert, but do it in a way where they respect and honor and value the people that they're leading. Um, and so I'm in Charm City today doing just that. Just ended just a couple of minutes ago in time to be here uh, with you and, and with our guest, um, uh, Deanna Garlic. CEO, magazine publisher. You'll, you will hear more from her in just a couple of minutes, but it's always a pleasure to make it up to Baltimore. Absolutely, absolutely. And we're so excited and honored to have Deanna with us today. And she's no stranger to Christian Authors on Tour, Pastor Kevin. We have done, I think, at least maybe two or three 
tour stops with her um, Stay Focused magazine uh, retreat events within the last 13 years that we've been around. Um, and so it's I'm, I'm just really honored that she is now not only can be called a CEO and magazine publisher, but she is now an author <laughs> as well. So she wears, she wears many hats. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's a CEO. She's a magazine publisher. And she can now add um, author, you know, <laughs> to that list of accomplishments. And she just recently um, um, contributed a piece to an anthology called Breaking the Silence, Remove the Mask and Heal. The stories, Pastor Kevin, the stories shared on the pages of this book are similar to what many people are struggling through, different emotions and trauma that can sometimes silence us. And as a result, you know what we end up doing? We end up suppressing the pain to keep it inside of us. And then we end up putting on all of these masks to hide what's really going on. And oftentimes, that is what leads to unchecked emotions and triggers that cause drama and strife in our lives. And so this particular book, Breaking the Silence, Removing or I'm sorry, Breaking the Silence Removes the Mask and Heal. In this particular book, Deanna has decided to speak up and speak out, not only as a way to heal herself, but others in similar predicament. Her shared hope, along with the other contributing authors, is that this anthology inspires and empowers people to change their lives for the better. So Deanna, I just want to welcome you to the CAOT Blog Talk Radio Show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It is absolutely a pleasure to be here to talk about um, this book as well as um, other things that we do. But I'm really excited about it. As I was telling you, I haven't done many interviews in reference to this specific book, but I am very excited to get this word out to people because I believe many people will hear, heal, I'm sorry, heal from hearing these um, stories that are in this anthology. So thank you for having me. Amen, amen, amen. What do you have to say about that, Pastor Kevin? <laughs> well, uh, it, it, that is absolutely awesome. So if you'd be so kind, Sister Garlic, um, walk us through uh, the journey. Uh, you, are, you are one of the contributing authors, Breaking the Silence. Uh, how did you get involved, and what is one of the main storylines with all of us that will come to read this great book? Okay, but the, the visionary of this project is Valerie Stansel, who is um, a best-selling author, and she also is a good friend of mine. We have done um, several different projects together, and she's a, a writer for Stay Focus Magazine. But I've known her for many years, you know, and so she has talked to me about this project, this idea, and what, what she wanted to do with it, what she was going to do with it. And most of the time it was just conversation. You know, we would both share what we were doing, what we were doing. And then one day in her sharing I said, mm, I wonder if my story fits in to uh, what you are, uh, what you're doing. And so I shared with her 
exactly my story, and she was like, absolutely. And I was like, well, I don't know, because at first I thought her book would, would be more about domestic violence and people who have experienced that, but it really has been about um, any situation that you really um, had to maybe struggle, pray pray your way through, um, anything. So so I think my story fit very well in um, what she has put together. Um, a lot of it is about trauma and experiences that where we find ourselves in, and we might be wearing a mask that everything is good. You know, life is good. Everything is okay. And a lot of times we see people in church, we, you know, how you doing today? Oh, I'm blessed and favored by the Lord, I'm blessed and highly favored. And you're really hurting. You're really hurting, and you're not telling anybody. You're not seeking out help. You're not calling the prayer partners and prayer warriors of the church, calling the elders as the Bible tells us. And because nobody wants to be embarrassed, you know, nobody wants to be pointed out like, oh, wow, you did that or you're going through that, you know, something must be wrong with you. But, you know, everybody wants to keep your, your sin silent. And I, I knew that the story that I told in this book, I always knew that one day I would tell this story because it, it's something that happened over 20 years ago. I knew that one day I would tell the story. I just didn't know in what avenue. And so when Valerie was talking to me about this, I, I started saying, I think that I, I want to share my story. But she really had to encourage me to do so because, like I said, no one, you don't want to put the business out there, basically. And, you know, why? And sometimes people might say, well, why are you speaking up now when it's all over? And for me, I feel like I'm speaking up now because I don't want other people, men or women, to experience what I experience. You know, we need to, the Bible says, out of hell's hands. And we need to mm. minister to them as soon as something begins to happen, mm. not wait, wait until people get deep into something. You know, we can stop it from happening in advance. And that's what I feel like my story um, is about and what it helps people to do. I know that was a long answer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I talked a little, maybe a little bit too much on that. But, yeah, that's how I got involved in this project is that, you know, my friend Valerie, the visionary of of this, and she even speaks here about Breaking the Silence is not just a book, but it's a movement. And mm. she does a, a lot of public speaking about it because it, it, it's something that we as a Christian community, we need to do it. You know, we need to do it for ourselves. We need to heal and so that we can go and help someone else be healed. And we just can't keep everything, you know, silent and to ourselves. We just can't do it no longer. Amen. That was a great answer. <laughs> Thank you. Indeed it was, and no apologies needed. Uh, you you mm-hmm. shared exactly what we needed to hear, and so I'm so thankful for, for I'm so thankful for that. And so I'm interested in, in in hearing from you. I know it it's a new release, but what type of responses have you been receiving from readers so far? Um, actually, I have not received um, too many responses. Uh, I know that Valerie has, and like I said, she has been out a lot more and speaking about the book, but she's told me the things mm-hmm. that she's received have always been very positive. Um, people are always interested um, in the stories, and they ask her even questions about the other stories in the book because she has written 
um, two stories in the book herself. And um, so mm-hmm. she has been able to, to do that, to respond to that. Um, but we are getting, you know, some great feedback from what I hear. But I haven't gotten any specific feedback myself. And to be honest with you, I've been extremely reluctant <laughs> to talk about my story. I know it's already out there and it is written and anybody can mm-hmm. access it. Anybody can buy the book and read it. But it's still, um, and Valerie has always encouraged me about this, it's embarrassing. You know, it's just it's mm-hmm. embarrassing. But it's but but at the same time I feel like I am I've I've been through that, um, over that and the Lord mm-hmm. um delivered me. I don't not just healed me, but he he delivered me. And I speak about that in the writing piece that I did for the book. Um my story is the second story in the book and yes. the title of my story is I could have said no. Um, then we always, yes. in, in each of the six stories, and then each of them are also presented with a an initial question. So the question right. in the front of my story is, how far should you let things go? Um, so mm. with that, you know, like I said, I'd rather um, minister to somebody before they get into a messy situation. Um, but at any time, you know, we always have an opportunity to say no, and that's what my story speaks to again and again and again as you read through it. Pastor Kevin, I want to come back with a with a response to that, and and and, and Sister Deanna, I want to say to you, you know, we are so proud of you. We're so excited for you, just in this. Um, place that God has you right now, where he has delivered you from this, you know, situation. But I just want to offer a suggestion to you. You don't have to keep revisiting the trauma. You have written Mm -hmm. it down in a book. So when you talk about this book, you don't have to, you know, you said it, you know, you know, I, I, what I heard you say was that you struggle because you have to retell the embarrassing story. Nope. You already told it. It's in the book. So when you talk about the book, you tell the you tell the people, you know, how God has blessed you and the result of what's happening in your life because of your obedience and your conviction and your love and your dedication to God. And if they want to hear the particulars, you tell them to buy the book. <laughs> okay, okay. And even in your answers, Lynn, even in your answer, you sound like you read the book. <laughs> I, I do talk about um, the blessed life that I now live. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Because yes. you don't have to. Be, and this is coming from someone that has some embarrassing situations as well. But you know what? God has moved us to a place where we live and we learn. And it's so good that we serve a father, you know, who gives us new mercies every day. So when he pulls you out of those places, he doesn't pull you out of those places to make you ashamed. No, he pulls you out of those places so now you can become that Titus 2. I think it's, it's the Titus 2 women that go back and, and provide guidance to the, to the younger folks, you know. So, so you, you, know, you, you stay steeped in prayer and you stay right on course. And there's nothing for you to feel ashamed about. God has created and opened this door for you, and you walk in that blessing, sis. Amen. Amen. I will. (laughs) 
Let me, can I read a little something from the book? And I might even want to read a different part too, but this kind of just fits with what we are saying right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, and, and this is towards, towards the end of the story, but it says, when you get delivered for real, you walk with your head held high and understand life so much more clearly. Deliverance will cause you to love God more. Salvation will cause you to believe and trust more in the Lord. You realize you need a Savior, and he needs to save you from something. Sometimes our life is so comfortable, we don't go through anything. We just can't grasp how much we need God. And I I think that the story has to, um, I really wanted to minister to where people are, because there will be, I'm not going to say probably, but there will be people who read this book who are not saved. And salvation is so much an important part of our relationship with God. It is always about getting people into the kingdom and getting them into a good and right relationship with the Lord and so that they can go and repeat and do the same thing with someone else. So I hope that this um, the story that I told and the other women have told that it is a, a releasing for people, a healing and deliverance for people, and most of all, that it is salvation for someone who needs it, or it is just um, a place of rededicating your life and getting into a better relationship with God. Amen. <laughs> I was waiting for Pastor we, Kevin to yeah. chime in. No, yeah, we definitely uh, agree with that for sure. Uh, listen, when I teach about financial literacy and when I'm teaching leaders and when I'm ministering or delivering a sermon, uh, there's never any shame of what I've done, uh, but there's a lot of pride in sharing it because it's a great testimony to help others. Um, I, I have no qualms with telling people I've had a property foreclosed, I've had a car repossessed, I've had bad credit. Um, but God, right? And Amen. now I'm out. Now I'm out here teaching about how to manage your finances God's way, right? Get it, get it, get get into His system, and that's exactly what you're what you're doing. And Lynn and I want to continue to encourage you uh, to move forward in what you're doing because the subtitle is "Remove the Mask and Heal." So Amen. it's in the it's in the removal of the mask. Uh, that and and then talking about it openly and not being ashamed uh, is where the healing takes place. So I'd be interested in hearing uh, what what type of feedback are you getting uh, in reference to the book? Uh, the the men and women that read it, what type of feedback are you getting from them in terms of how it's helped them to heal? Okay, um, I haven't. <laughs> She had kind of mentioned that earlier that um, mm-hmm. she had kind of shared some, some information about that earlier. Did you want to go a different direction with your question, Pastor Kevin? Well, in terms of um, just in terms of in general, um, when you wrote the book, you know, as an author, we don't necessarily uh, know exactly what readers are going to say and how they're going to actually take it relative to the intent of writing the book. Have you had an opportunity in your conversations with many people that have read it 
have you had an opportunity to maybe use their feedback to go even deeper uh, into some conversations that maybe you didn't write about in the book? Um, actually, no, I have not had that opportunity. Uh, what I am hoping, though, that this book will open up some doors for uh, more public speaking, for me to minister to people in in various places, and even to small groups. The story, though it is for, you know, men and women, I think it can speak directly to um at least from my perspective, it can speak directly to small groups of women. Like if I'm, you know, in, invited to places like that to have those intimate conversations, I think this, the book really speaks to that. And that's what I'm hoping that the Lord will do. Um, and that's what I have always uh, thought about when I knew, and I don't know the exact moment or time, but I knew that I would write this story one day. And it was all, it's always has been about that the enemy can't use that. You know, um, he, the enemy tries to bring things up to you or in your mind to say that maybe you're not over this or you haven't gotten past that or the Lord can't use you minister because you did this or you did that. No, no, God can use anyone. If we look at everyone that he used in the Bible, everybody has a little something, something going on, <laughs> okay? And there's no difference today. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But to God be the glory, he changes our lives, okay? He changes yeah. our lives. And we can be bold and confident in what we know concerning him and in ministering to other people. We just have to always be ready to, to reach and bring somebody else along with us. And that's my, my heart's desire with this book, that it will minister in that way. Amen. Amen. And just want to remind the listening audience, this is a live broadcast. If you want to call in, you can call 563-999-3025 to speak to our scheduled guest author. Now, Deanna, you have a lot going on. The way that um, Christian Authors on Tour connected with you was through your work that you're doing with your magazine. And, and as a result of the magazine, you created a space for Christian authors and writers as part of a New Jersey a retreat that you an annual retreat that you will have in New Jersey. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. We've been um, doing the magazine for some years, and I know I'm going to talk about the retreat as well. And the the magazine is a quarterly Christian publication, and it's available by subscription. And that led us into, because we're, we're constantly now working with writers and working with authors, and then the Lord laid it on our hearts to do a writer's retreat. And we are coming up on our eighth annual, and the retreat came after the magazine, but we're coming up on our eighth annual writer's retreat that will be in April of the coming year, April 27th to the 29th. It's a Thursday night through Saturday afternoon, where we um, desire to gather writers and authors together, and we've been doing it now, I guess it's going on our eighth year, it's been a blessing, the experience, um, and even just the atmosphere. And I always have to emphasize to people that this is a retreat. Uh, we love for people to stay overnight. We host it in hotels. One year we did host it in a retreat house in New Jersey, uh, but there is educational components of it as well as there is rest 
component of it because the body of Christ needs to rest. We need to be fully energized when we um, when we minister, when we go to war, when we fight the enemy. We need to be fully energized and attentive. And that doesn't mean that we need to be busy just doing stuff all the time, but sometimes we need to rest. And not too many people in the body of Christ who really initiate and take that rest. So even during the retreat, we always have a moment to talk about what it means to retreat, you know, why you need this for your body, for your mind, for your spirit, all of that. So we like to um, address the whole person in the retreat as well as the writer. All right. Amen. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I go to bed at 830 so I can be ready. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Deanna, we are so, so um, proud of the the work that you're doing, and we're looking forward to being able to read the next book as well and partner with you on your writer's retreat. So if you haven't already, would you be so kind to share with our listening audience all of your contact information? Sure. Um, You can contact us on our website, at um, www.stayfocusedmagazine.org. Our, our business is a nonprofit business. That's why it's stayfocusedmagazine.org. And we also have a, a website for the Writer's Retreat, which it falls under the nonprofit business as well. And that website is, is stayfocusedwritersretreat.com. Okay, Stay Focused writersretreat.com. We can also be reached by phone at 707-722-7526. And that last four is plan. Uh, We do a lot of business coaching, so we always talking with people about planning. But 707-722-PLAN, which is 7526. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. We are gearing down to the last few minutes. This time goes by so quickly. But, Deanna, I want you to close us out with some um, words of wisdom, with, with some, with some um, wisdom nuggets. Uh, we have lots of aspiring authors and writers who listen, but we also have some seasoned writers who listen as well. If you could mm-hmm. share some, 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 some words of wisdom what would they be? Well, sometimes I think it's better to keep things simple, you know, keep mm. it simple, sister. And I want to share with people just write. Just write. Write without editing, write without judging, because first thing you need to do is just get it all out. You know, it's all in your head, and you know how you want it to be, and sometimes you start writing and you go go back and start fixing when that's not where you want to be. That's not what you want to do initially. Initially, you just want to write it all out, write it all out, and then you go back. After you have gotten a, a good number of pages done, um, then you can go back and you can um, fix it and you can change it and you can edit it. Um, sometimes we, we're so stressing over the fact that we want to write it out right the first time. And nobody does that. <laughs> nobody gets it right the first time. You go back. And that's why editing is so huge, so important. And it's actually people do it for a business. 
because it's, it's necessary. But just write it, get it all out, even if it, you, you know you feel like, oh, this is not sounding right. Just keep writing, keep writing, and then you can go back and fix it later. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson, it's always a pleasure to co-host with you. The next time, likewise. The next time we talk, because we take January off, it will be the first Friday in February, sir. All right. Thank you so much. And listen, Lynn, I'm looking forward to seeing the 2023 itinerary for Christian Authors on Tour so I can go ahead and get everything on my calendar. I'm going to try to do 100% of the events this year. I said try. That's the operative word. Uh, but if you could go ahead and let us know so I can get that on the calendar, I can't wait. Well, you know what? We are working through that, and this Sister Deanna is one of those possible points that we are working on. So as God moves, Pastor Kevin, we will release that information, but it's always good to know you, I got you strong, brother. <laughs> All right, me, me, me and Leroy, you can throw Leroy in there yes, too. <laughs> yes, indeed, yes, indeed, and Deanna, we are so looking forward. We're just going to go ahead and claim that your event in April is one of our stops in 2020, 2023. Amen. And so we're, 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 just, yeah, we're just excited. We're excited, you know, to be working with you again, and I'm just excited to see God is continuing to use you and your family. And um, so just thank you for being part of this broadcast today, okay? Yes, thank you so much for having me, inviting me. It's always a joy and pleasure speaking with you again, Lynn. I'm glad we have also reconnected and coming together next year is going to be awesome. Thank you so much. Amen. And to our listening audience, Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Office on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. And listen, we are live every Friday, not every Friday, but every first, third, and fifth Friday of the month. We only have, uh, we have two more Fridays for the month of December. We're out for the month of January on vacation, um, getting some much-needed rest, but we will be back for the new year, the first Friday in February, and we will have the new itinerary for the 2023 Christian Office on Tour uh, year of online and in-person events where you can meet up with different Christian Office on Tour members and authors. So praise the Lord. Thank you for your support, and until next time, we'll see you. Thank you.